Welcome to Viva La Volva, the podcast that explores and teaches about the goodness of the vulva. Here is your host, Dr. Kara Quant, an internal medicine doctor and advocate for female sexual health. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Viva La Vulva podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kara Quant, and I'd like to thank you for joining today. And I am accompanied by my guest host, Lily Wang from Metamore. Hello, Lily. Hi, everyone and friends. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're all festive today. You have the tree in the background. I have some, you know, red and kind of festive wear. So we are all festive right now in preparation for our discussion of the 12 days of not Christmas, but the 12 days of vaginal health. Yes, yes, exactly. And so we are going to give some tips and things on how to keep our vaginas healthy and our vulvas healthy. If you're not a vulva owner, it's still good for you to listen to this because it is good for you to know what vulva owners go through and how to better keep their vagina is healthy. So thank you for joining today and let's get started. (laughs) Yay. When you told me about this topic, Dr. Kara, I was so excited and I was laughing because this is definitely a topic I think we need to discuss. Vagina owners need to know what is good for their vulvas and vaginas and what is not. Because the first thing that came to my mind was your vagina is not a pocket. (laughs) (laughs) it is not random things in there including products that were created out there there's so many hundreds and thousands of products that are not designed for health and safety but there's a product out there i don't even know the name of it but it's like basically a glitter bomb do not put that in your vagina because it basically would be like glitter exploding in your vagina and it sounds like cute and fun but it's not healthy (laughs) a glitter bomb for the vagina Yeah. So that's my number one tip. Do not put glitter or anything that's not supposed to be in there into your vagina. (laughs) I love that for, yes, I love that. And that is crazy. Like who, it had to be, I feel like a non-vulva owner that made that product because what? It sounds like fun, like a party, like surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. What a mess. Glitter. (laughs) That would be such a mess to clean up. <laughs> yeah, it, it would probably take a while to come out. Like you would probably have to douche in order to like get all the glitter out. That is pretty bad. Oh my yeah. God. So wow. moving on. And, and actually going along with that, I agree with you. And not everything is meant to go into the vagina. I'm I'm down with, you know, people experimenting. It's a definitely okay to experiment. I even enc- encourage people to experiment. But just, yes, no glitter and definitely no things that don't have strings or something to pull out of the vagina. So I've actually seen in my career a woman who came in and she had a measuring cup, a small measuring cup inside her vagina, and she was not able to get it out. And, you know, after it was successfully removed, I was like, you do not need to put anything that doesn't have a string. So, you know, tampons, the reason why they have 
well, actually a lot of tampons don't have string or some tampons don't have strings, but you should still have a string or something to pull it out of your vagina or something that was designed for your vagina. The measuring cup obviously was not shaped properly and probably not the right materials used for safety. There's menstrual cups that have no string. So I will say that there's some shapes that are very bendable silicone, but it's designed to like fit comfortably in your vagina and you have to like pop the seal to be able to remove it. So no measuring cups, your vagina is not a pocket again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So number one, yes, definitely don't do glitter or don't do anything that doesn't have anything to be able to remove. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So what about the second one? I think so for me and, you know, going, this is all in experience for myself and also in talking to patients on a regular basis and seeing, you know, vulva owners coming in with vaginal infections and things like that. But cotton underwear is actually a really good thing to do for your vagina you know, it kind of holds on to moisture. Um, the other types of, you know, nylon and other types of underwear material that are out there can actually really affect the pH balance of the vagina. And so I am recommending, especially if you have a very sensitive vagina to mm-hmm. use cotton underwear. I mean, you can still use cotton thongs, I know that there's some that aren't, you know, the sexiest, but I feel like, especially if you're going through a time in your vagina health, that is, you know, you're having a lot of infections or you are just more sensitive. Um, you have, you get irritated very easily. Cotton underwear are very good to use. Yeah. So the tip here too, is to keeping it dry, right? Clean and dry and the materials of your panties and undergarments are important. So how do you feel, Dr. Kara, about those who go commando? I think it's actually good. There's not any problems that I can see of you not having underwear. I mean, we're born naked, you know, like we, I'm not saying to go around and walk around naked, but I think it's okay every once in a while too. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you can, um, but you know, every once in a while to have pants on and not have underwear or just not have underwear if you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are. And actually I've been told that's been very healthy. Like if you're sleeping or even if you are wearing like say skirts and you are commando ladies or vulva owners, it's because the air will keep your vulva dry and that way moisture is not being trapped in those undergarments that aren't keeping good airflow and then maybe bad bacteria is growing. So hence why hygiene is very important. Hygiene is, yes, is very important for your vagina, which is a very sensitive and special area of your body. (laughs) Yeah, but commando, definitely encourage. Okay. So then you mentioned douching earlier too. So is douching good or bad? Oh, no. Douching is definitely bad. Yeah, you should not douche your vagina. I've said this before on other podcasts, but your vagina is a self-cleaning organ. Amazing. You don't need to clean it. And, you know, there's a lot of people that come in and they're like, oh, but I don't like the smell. I mean, if there is a a, you know, certain smell that isn't normal for you, then definitely go get it checked, which was going to be my next one. But Douching is not good. (laughs) Douching is not good. Yeah, douching is not good. You should not put anything, no liquids, 
inside the vagina used for cleaning. Lubricants are okay. You know, vaginal moisturizers are okay, but not specifically used to clean the vagina. That's sad that there's hundreds or thousands of products out there that's created for harm and they sell it as a good thing, like this douching product to clean your vagina, but then it does not need to be in a product that needs to exist at all. It's just counterintuitive. It's doing more harm for you. So then you have to use, you have to buy other products to fix from your douching. So vulva owners don't douche because the ingredients in there aren't always healthy for your vagina. Like Dr. Kara said, it's a self-cleaning organ. And there's other products that we can kind of get into about making sure that you have clean ingredients and lubricants to use. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yes. Don't douche. (laughs) Don't douche at all. The other thing I was going to say is douching. So the other reason, the medical reason why douching is bad is also because it takes out the bacteria that's in the vagina. So there's good and bad, or there's lots of bacteria that are good throughout our whole body, including our vaginas, and actually keep or maintain the pH balance. And so the douching removes that bacteria and causes a pH imbalance, which can lead to other infections like bacterial vaginosis and things like that. So that is the reason why, medical reason why douching is not good. That's right. There's healthy bacteria and your flora. Yes. Yeah. So we had the first one, which was the vagina is not a pocket. Don't just put anything (laughs) in it. The second one is, you know, wearing cotton underwear, which is good. And then third is no douching because douching is not good for your vagina. Yes. Right. Okay. So I would say the next one, and I was kind of leading into it, but the fourth one I would say is uh, if you are having an abnormal odor, then go get it checked out. Like it's that easy. Just go get it checked out. I know a lot of people will try to self treat, you know, they'll go and buy Monistat. They feel it's a yeast infection or they'll, you know, go and use like boric acid suppositories um, when they feel like it's a BV infection. And some of those can help, but I would say if you are not finding any improvement in your symptoms, then definitely go get it checked out because it's very easy. We can swab really quickly and see what's going on. It's important. Yes. Getting your annual checkups and even more so if your vagina is giving you an odor and it's a sign to say, hey, something's not right. Help. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. body. Is yeah, yeah, what a recommendation that I give to patients all the time. Listen to your body. And I think sometimes we're not so in tune with our bodies. And sometimes we ignore or deny or just yeah, don't listen to it. So, but it is important to do so. Yeah. Telling you something. And I wanted to point out my vagina or vulva cup. Love it. <laughs> in, in our discussion about vaginal health. So different. Some have pubic hair and different shapes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Warm Cheers. Little- Cheers. Happy <laughs> holidays. Sorry, so we haven't been going in order per se. Like part of your wearing cotton underwear, I would have also said the materials is really important as a point. And then the other one was not wearing too tight of undergarments and clothes. Yes, exactly. 
Because those can also, yeah, you can hold moisture with having too tight of clothes on. You get, can even lead to something called inner trigo or which is like a fungal infection within the skin fold. So, you know, within the like thigh, between the thigh and the groin area or like under the arms or under the breasts. If you're wearing too tight, moisture just stays there and it can cause a fungal infection. So yes, there we go. Nothing too tight. Thank God for this podcast because we were talking about everything vulvas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Next, I would say, okay, so that was five, (laughs) six, our sixth tip is be aware of the ingredients that you're using in and around your vulva. So the products that you're using, look at those ingredients. And I say specifically, do not use glycerin. Glycerin is actually in a lot of different products, including lubricants, ones that I, yeah, glycerin is in a lot of different products, including lubricants. So I would make sure that you are looking at those products and making sure that glycerin is not going inside the vagina. And the reason why is because glycerin breaks down into sugar in the vagina and can cause you to have a yeast infection because bacteria and fungus love sugar. So that's actually the reason why diabetics have a lot of yeast infections is because if they're uncontrolled, the sugar actually spills into their urine, they pee it out, and that urine kind of stays in the area where the sugar is, and it actually can cause people to have yeast infections. Wow. Diabetics. Yeah. And it could be found in so many things, not even just like facial cosmetic products, but in soaps for sure. So you want to use a gentle, mild soap just for your body and very, probably very far away from your vulva, to be actually honest. And then we could discuss lubricants and then the ingredients are always just very important. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Metamore has, you know, had everything is what doctor approved on the website of all the products that you guys are using. And so Mm -hmm. it is, they're very sensitive or they are for all vulva owners or at least the lubricants or all of the products there and definitely approved to have the right products in it. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Kara. We're very proud at Metamore that everything has been highly curated and selected. I mean, because there's thousands of products out there that we could just slap onto a website and try to sell, but that's not our belief. And we are very passionate about taking care of the most sensitive users. So if you have any allergies or sensitivities, everything that we have on our website is clean, all natural, if not organic lubricants. And uh, we only have one, I believe, feminine hygiene product, which is just a very light, gentle foaming soap. It is aloe based actually. So there's, it's organic based out of the UK. And so their standards are even stricter than the US and it's very clean, uber clean and just gentle. Everything's gentle, but to bring pleasure and health for you. Yes. You said it way better than I, <laughs> I did. <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah. So watch out for the products that you are using because it really can affect you and it can affect your vagina. 
Right. I would just say, read the ingredients and just learn if you need to be able to pronounce them, of course, and that you want to make sure that when you research that they're all natural, if not organic, and then ask questions, ask your doctor, ask a friend, ask Google, ask us. And then you can definitely reach out to Dr. Kara with Viva La Vulva or at Metamore. So yeah, definitely get the information that you need. Yes. So moving along, what other stuff did you have? Yeah, I guess then then that kind of went along from the soaps to lubricants, making sure that whatever you're using for your daily use of lubricants or for sex and pleasure, that you're using something that's clean and that way your body and vulva can absorb even the nutrients from the lubricants. And it's not just something you're using and then you have to worry about washing it out really fast. Although after sex, the other tip was to make sure you definitely hygiene and clean, go to the bathroom after sex and then washing after sex. Yeah. You know what? I actually do want to say that there have been studies that have looked at women peeing after sex, before and after sex. Uh Um, And I mean, it's old. It's a thing that we've said all the time, but within this like recent research, it actually does not, in terms of UTIs, and I'm talking about in terms of UTIs, it does not affect you getting a UTI or not. Okay. Um, Before and after is probably just good just to relieve your bladder. But in terms of like preventing UTIs, it actually has not been shown to do that. Well, great. You broke that myth. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it was probably, yeah, whether it was a myth and kind of like old wives tale and it's been passed on for so many conversations, a good habit anyway, releasing bladder, because if you are having sexy, fun time and sex before bed, you might as well go to the restroom before going to sleep for the next so many hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I guess when you can just kind of clean up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you have a whole bunch of like, you know, lube and and stuff in the area, it's definitely good to clean, wipe around it. Yeah. Hygiene, back to hygiene. (laughs) Getting back to hygiene and wearing the cotton underwear (laughs) or going commando or going commando at night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was six. Sixth one. I think we're like at eight or nine. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I've lost count for sure because we need to hit that 12. <laughs> Okay, I think we are at, yeah, maybe seven or eight. Listeners, you can chime in and tell us how many we really have <laughs> at the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. Okay, so eight, let's say eight. Okay. Right, eight one uh, would be to masturbate. And I've talked about this again. I am a, an advocate for masturbation. I feel like it is not only pleasuring yourself, But if you are single or even with somebody, if you're married, if you're whatever the relationship status is, it's good to know what feels good in your body, what sensations, you know, the touch, the rub feels good in your body before being with somebody or at least like communicating that with a partner. And so masturbation can help with so many things. I think we actually had a, we did masturbation May. Where we talked all about masturbation and, you know, like what benefits it has. Yes. Um, it can help with sleep. It can help with anxiety and stress. So masturbation is a, you know, actually I would say that that's like the number one thing in terms of vaginal health. I think masturbation is a really good thing to do on a somewhat regular basis. 
so healthy. You're releasing endorphins and physically like lubrication. And then yeah, so healthy. Yeah. There's a lot of things that that happen with masturbating. Right. And then with masturbation, you can either with your hand or just using your parts of your body or, and we get into toys, sex toys, sex joys, and pleasure, medical devices and vibrators. And where I was going to go with this was with the sex toys and vibrators, you want to make sure that you're using high quality products. If you're inserting them into your vagina and vulva, that they're of safe materials. So there's a lot of materials out there that you should not be sticking into your body thinking that it's a toy. So there are products that are designed just for your vulva and vagina. And you want to make sure that you're using medical grade silicone or glass or something that is a very safe plastic. So just read again, back back to reading all those details. Mm, Yeah. What would you say are the more popular sex toy ingredients, not ingredients, but how they're made. So silicone is like, is like a big one, right? Like that's a popular. Yes. So silicone is probably like the majority and the most safe because it does just like kill bacteria and you're able to wash it and use soap and water after use and being able to maintain and take care of those silicone products. Then it does kind of get into fishy waters. You might see like BPA plastic or BPA free. So whatever you're using, I would not use BPA plastic just because that does trap bacteria after bodily fluids getting all into it. And then depending on the motors, if it's battery operated, maybe you can't you know, submerge it underwater to get it really clean. I also recommend using like a UV light to clean and kill those bacteria and germs of your products. But we also have like toy cleaners, but warm soap and water is always the best go-to after a use of silicone toy, but glass is very safe. So there's definitely like hand blown glass pieces and it's like no bacteria can get trapped in glass. And then there are some very safe wood pieces, but stainless steel is also a great one too. Stainless steel. That sounds so scary. It sounds like (laughs) it does, but you just have to like, see how it's been hand polished, handmade stainless steel. So there's no porous, it's non-porous and being able to wash it with warm water and soap is really safe and great. And the stainless steel, yeah, it's, they're popular because for the weight of it, I'm doing this because like for the weight, Mm -hmm. people love that heavy feel. So being able to like hit their G spots. That's another episode. <laughs> That's another <laughs> the G spot episode. Yeah. <laughs> so silicone, you know, there's so many ranges of high quality silicones, but medical grade silicone, there's FDA approved silicone, food grade silicone, but body safe silicone is all great to use. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, definitely check out the material that is uh, used to make your sex toys and other products. Okay. Like that. Oh, so the one I was going to say, so I have been, actually I'm a fan of Regina Thomas Howard and she's the person that wrote pussy, a reclamation. And it's such a good book. And I've definitely talked about it in the past. And one thing that she talks about in the book, I would say for anyone out there listening, definitely pick it up. You know, there's, it's on audible. You can listen to it, read it, but I would definitely pick it up and yeah, and go through it. But what she talks about is actually talking to your pussy 
I and idea. I thought that that was really weird in the beginning. And I was like, what? Like talking, you know, like why? But, you know, saying good morning to her, saying good night. You could even put your hand on your vulva and kind of feel it. I mean, not in like a sexual way, but just, you know, feel for any sensations that come up for uh, any ideas that pop up. So our pussies are very powerful. That's the reason why I, you know, do Viva La Vulva is because I know the power of the vulva, the power of the pussy and talking to it can help with connecting more to her. I think that's very spiritual and such positive affirmations that you're putting out. You know, we talk about good vibes into the universe that literally is you're sending good messages to your vulva. So that's very beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And even asking, like talking and asking, like if you are maybe going through something. So if you're having a lot of infections or you are having pain with sex or whatever it may be, I think it's good to speak with someone, you know, whether it's like a pelvic floor physical therapist or a doctor, but just connecting with yourself and maybe asking the question of, you know, like what's going on or how can I better help you? And just, be quiet and be still and listen to what the response is. And maybe there isn't a response and maybe you have to do it a couple of times, but I feel like talking to your pussy is a good thing for your vaginal health. That's very cool. <laughs> I mean, no two vulvas are alike. They're not. <laughs> they all need something different. Yeah. And that yeah. is your special, unique mark. So taking care of it and with good hygiene, with good, good affirmations and positivity. I think it's very beautiful. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I think that was 10. I've lost count, dear. (laughs) I think that's all mine. I feel like I've done more than six. We're not even drinking cocktails. We're not even drinking cocktails. We like water and tea and coffee. (laughs) I have a chai latte right now. (laughs) And I think that's about it. Closing. I thought talking to your pussy was just so beautiful. We should end on that. I thought we like jumped to 12. (laughs) If you want to. Yes, there was a lot of in between. There was a lot of in between ones that we did. Categories. Yeah, subcategories. So I definitely think that everyone can get 12 out of this (laughs) this episode. (laughs) I didn't know if you want to do a recap, but otherwise I feel like we did. Yeah. listeners you can like list for us which the 12 are and at the end you know what it is the holidays dr Kerry. i know we didn't discuss this but i do want to do a giveaway for your listeners so okay um, we'll post the details okay that sounds good if you could say all of the 12 and then you can get a prize you can get giveaway uh yeah. Surprise. It might be this. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> uh, the details will be on our Instagrams and in the description to this episode. Sounds great. Well, yes. to you, Dr. Kara, and all of your listeners, I wish everyone a very healthy, happy, and positive vibes holiday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lily, for being on. And 
giving some tips about how to improve our vaginal health. And I thank you out there, listeners, for listening. And if you enjoy this podcast, let friends and family know and spread the word about how to keep our vaginas healthy. So again, this is Dr. Kara Kwan. And I do actually want to have, I've been like thinking about like, what is the tagline? You know, like, what can I say? And pleasure is your birthright is like a thing that I feel is so, it just encompasses so much. So I'm just going to leave you with that. Pleasure is your birthright and you have like, that's it. That's it. Pleasure is your birthright. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Lily, for being on. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.